how his country needs him here. Cristiano Ronaldo, yes! Oh, yes! Nani. Rooney! Oh, wonderful! What a goal! And what a time! In what a place! What a play! Wayne Rooney out of this world! Comes out to Essien! Oh, my goodness. What an unbelievable strike. It's Freddie Youngberg again, pushed out by Bartes. Wilson! Arsenal have scored yet again in the Premiership, and this could be the most crucial goal of all. The full-time whistle! It's glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur! What's up, guys? Welcome back to... Pace Power Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Dowling. And with me today, Temi and Ed on the very first episode of season two. How are we doing, guys? Ed in the bottom. How are we doing today? Where? Uh, yeah, decent, decent. Yeah, yeah. Temi in the top left. What's up? All right. Good to be back. Good to be back. And we are, of course, talking about... I don't even know how to title this. Like, I guess it is a season preview, but... A little bit from left over from the last football season that we didn't quite manage to talk about because of um, you know severe sadness as it's known depression yeah tears I think let's just kick off with that really um, obviously the last episode that people would have listened to was called is it coming home obviously we we've now found out that it did not come home um, in quite a in, I think would you say the saddest way possible. I'd say the absolute saddest way possible. It was crushing. Yeah. <laughs> um, you like of all the players to miss. Oh, don't. Um, Saka to miss. Like, if you told me that, it's, again, it's one of those things where if you told me that right at the start of the tournament, that that's how we lose. It's one of those ones where it's even worth watching. Like, it's so it's so soul destroying for how like it has to be you know our brightest our, our bright spot. It couldn't just be some guy, you know, like a I don't know. A, Eric Dyer, if he actually made the tournament or something like that. It's just Jordan Henderson misses that penalty. Doesn't hurt nearly as yeah, much. Yeah, like who gives a piece of shit about the fact that it was second? The fact that Saka had such a good tournament. It, well, it broke me and I was a Tottenham fan. So, you know, Ed, God knows what Arsenal fans were, were feeling in that moment. I was just dreading it when he stepped up. But then, like, on one hand, it was it, like it's been really nice that the general consensus is that like don't worry about it it's fine obviously there was a lot of racism going on disgusting but it's almost got to the point again now where he's on the verge of kind of being treated like a kid, like people treat Kante where it's like oh we love him what a what a lovable young black yeah. fellow in a way that's almost racist again on the other side it's almost like, patronizing really, isn't it <laughs> yeah it's really patronizing in a way that I don't feel like you would talk about him like that if he was a young yeah. white player it's quite hard to find the balance isn't it because you want to sort of like put an arm around him because he's young and all the horrible abuse he received on the next day and the week that came after but like you got to remember this is like an unbelievable football player yeah um, who will go on to do many many things that piss me off I assume that are good for him mm. and so like I feel like to treat him like a baby I understand that he's young but like I I liked Tottenham fans giving him a, an ovation, but also I thought, ah, come on, it's no fun. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. I if I had to say, I I think 
I think the the I get what you mean. The outpouring of like affection for him, it is patronising. But I think ultimately it's born out of a positive place. If you know what I mean. Yeah. And I, I and to be honest, if the, if you know, in years gone by, say it happened twenty years ago, Gareth Southgate, and you know, say he was black, for example, I imagine the reaction then would have been a lot worse than it already was, and it was it was famously bad towards him. So I think it is definitely a step in the right direction. Like clapping, the Spurs fans clapping him, to be honest, as a Spurs fan myself, like I, I probably would have done the same. I don't really think it's patronising. I think for a man to get so much bullshit, and it's not just football-related insults as well. If it goes beyond that, it, it steps into things like racism. Like Sometimes yeah, it, it goes beyond, doesn't it? I think it really that's does. That's where go it beyond. goes beyond. You're exactly right. That's where it goes beyond, where it's like, if they were just like, if it was, Again, like a situation where racism hadn't come into it at all, and like he'd just been hounded for missing the penalty and he was young. Yeah, um, I feel like my response to that whole situation would have would have been a, a, a lot more like proper football man. But because like racism come into it, as you say, it completely transcends the game, mm. um, and it's just such a shame that after the best tournament that anyone's seen in fifty five years. The next day, all we're talking about is three young men getting race, like racism. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, no, it was, um, and really, sort of moving on from 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 that point. Like, I think it it made it made the misery all the worse, in my opinion. Oh yeah, it wasn't. It it we did on the pitch, sort of bow out with our heads held high, but the the reaction on you know social media and whatever, it was so bad that it, it made me personally, it made me feel so much worse about the whole thing in general. And I just really wanted to sort of move away from football for a bit. And um, I'm sure the players did as well, to be honest, because it, it was very toxic after the game. It was. And I mean, that, that's what we did. I think we all had in our minds that we were going to record after the final, whatever happened. But like, I, I had to take a big football break. Like it mm. just, it just couldn't, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I'm ready now though. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm buzzing to be honest. Um, so obviously that's sort of why we didn't have a, 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 a sort of breakdown of that episode. I just thought it wasn't the right, we didn't, we weren't in the right frame of mind to do it. I think we were quite tight. Football was coming thick and fast. Sometimes you've got to take a break. But um, I think I'm slowly getting back to speed here. Um, some very weird things would happen in the world of football. Messi leaving Barcelona, namely probably the most important one. Weird. But it's getting me in the spirit again. That's the thing, like messy, like all this talk, and then like City sign every best player in the entire world. I'm like, oh, football, yes. Um, but we will get into football being back because I've got some strong points about that, which you guys know. So moving on to what would it be the 2021-22 season, I think let's just start out with how we're feeling personally about our own situations, our own teams. And I think I want to start with Man United, to be honest. So I think well, I can almost guess where you're at, but I want to hear it from your... Let's start with the transfer window. How are you feeling about the transfer window? I'm feeling good about it. I'm feeling very, very, like, very good about it. At the moment, I'm going to give it a, a seven and a half, bordering on an eight. However, I just still, weirdly, don't feel as though we've addressed the biggest gap in our team, uh, which is a holding midfielder. Um, I don't really know who I'd want that to be for a while. I said Declan Rice. I don't mind. I don't like it. Could be anyone. Just someone who's like an actual by trade holding mm. midfielder who isn't being put there. Um, and I think that team literally steps into world class territory really easily. It probably is already because 
you look at that defence and it looks really complete now. Uh, what with, you know, Varane, I'm hearing that it might be announced while we record, um, mm. but, you know, that's wrapped up. Um, and then the attack looks oh, so complete as well. You're just missing something in that midfield and it either takes McTominay stepping up, Fred, like, dying or something. Um, I'm one. <laughs> <laughs> um, to, re- to really change it, like, I'd, I'd love a holding mid, but apart from that, very happy, very happy. Mm. So, yeah, at the time of recording, as I understand it, United have signed Jaden Sancho and Rafael, Rafael Varane pending an announcement, I think. But it's all it all seems to be done. Mm. Um, it's to the point where I'm kind of seeing rumours about what shirt number he's going to have to take on Twitter. Yeah, yeah he's taking Jones's. Done. Phil Jones is oh. currently tre- trending on Twitter because he's going to get the four. Oh, is he? Oh, no. Poor Phil Jones. But I agree with you, though. I agree with you. Um, United was one of the cases where, one of the few cases actually in the league where I don't think they needed like a massive squad overhaul. It was like bits and pieces. For sure. Um, And getting Varane alongside Maguire. And Maguire, I think we can all basically safely say, is a fantastic centre-back now. Um, While class along with Shaw on the left. Wamasaka, yeah. He's he's good. He's serviceable uh, at that level. He's serviceable. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say any more than but that. I do think just on that little point you've made there, that's the progress our defensive made in the last year because Wambasak has not gotten any worse, and he was the best thing about our defense a year ago, mm. and now he's where you you point the weak link to be. If you remember us talking about defense a year ago, if I had, if you told me that Wambasak was going to be what people perceived to be the weak link in our back four now, oh, snap me round off. <laughs> but yeah looking like Henderson's coming into number one and that attack yeah speaks for itself doesn't it really I think you haven't really got any problems there no. and yeah it's just looking it's just looking good for Man United I don't think it's looking like like your Ben City's buying every which player in the entire world sort of thing it's just looking good steady um, transfers that make sense yeah speaking of a sure. team where transfers don't make any any sense <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> let's, go, let's, let's go to our Arsenal correspondent here Ed. it's the first segue of season 2 I love it and you know what I'm talking about here <laughs> let's just get right into this this is why I want to record to be honest it's the only reason <laughs> uh, I'm pleased my misery brings you so much joy um, <laughs> I don't even know which player to st- I think well the worst of the worst is unconfirmed as it goes but it, it is looking more and more like we're going to spend 30 million on Aaron Ramsdale <laughs> <laughs> Easily the worst goalkeeper in the league last season, by the way. Worst Easily. goalkeeper in the league, two seasons running, relegated two seasons running, somehow worth 30 million. I I cannot. There's so many baffling aspects of this transfer from Sheffield United weirdly like holding out for 30 million for him, Arsenal wanting him. And then not signing Onana, who's a miles better goalie for a fraction he's, ava- of the he's available price. for like six or nine mil or yeah, something. Like seven he's, million of Because yeah. he, he's on his like ridiculous ban for taking his wife's pills or something. Yeah. So it's just not one bit of it makes sense. And I you think as a fan, we've said it before, like you, you do have to sort of almost delegate a lot of your sort of you're thinking, well, you know, they know what they're doing, like trust the process. Almost, but with this, I don't think there's any process that can be trusted. I don't think there's anything that that goalkeeping coach knows that we don't it's, know about this guy. But this is the same guy who pushed 
um, Renarsson last season, who it turned <laughs> out what wasn't even a goalkeeper and has since been sent off to like Turkey or something. No, but, uh, absolutely. One of the worst goalkeepers I've ever seen. That's not hyperbole at all. But yeah, I think generally it's just been a very like baffling window because we've signed what we've signed a backup left back, which admittedly we needed because we only had one at the club. So, you know, we got him pretty mm. cheap. Can't be too upset apart from the fact that he licks his dog's tongue, but you know, swings and roundabouts. Pause. Pause. What? <laughs> oh, have you not seen the videos? You've not seen the no. video? No. Uh, there's videos of him like kissing his dog with tongue. Yeah, it's not oh like, it, it not, like it, in the mouth. It's like, you know, it's it, not it's ideal. Very but from what I've seen, he's a pretty serviceable left back. Yeah, that um, really is all that counts. <laughs> <laughs> Personal life aside, that's all that counts. And you signed, you signed this random guy who I don't think I'd heard of. What's his name? Nuno or something? Tavares. Tavares. I was confused with him and the other left back from Sporting, who's the one that everyone wants. Because I initially thought you'd signed him. Um, there's a, there's Is a left he back. also weirdly called Tavares? No, he's like, it's very, very similar Portuguese name. I think his first name is Nuno or something like that. Let me just quickly. Maybe, well, maybe Hold we on, accidentally on. signed the wrong one. I, w- no, I wouldn't put it past fair, us. To be fair to our sort of scouting system, I uh, I signed I signed Nuno um, on, on my FIFA career mode, and he did turn into an all right backup left back. <laughs> <laughs> fair well, enough. That, that's the that's the bar he's aiming to reach. Then. Um, so you got him, which is sort of like a backup left back. He's nothing ever to write home about. No. Yeah, we've signed. Laconga, centre mid. I don't know if he's planning on starting or not, but we've also re-signed Xhaka because he's impossible to sell. Yeah, he couldn't agree on a so, deal. It was ridiculous. Like, he couldn't. No, it wasn't. No, they they refused to pay our valuation. They wouldn't. They wouldn't pay a penny over fifteen mil for him. I mean, the fact they're offering to pay money in the first place is, you know, should have bitten their fucking head off in the first place. For someone who you've gone on record to say is the worst signing in Premier League history. <laughs> yes. And, and he's just penned a new deal. <laughs> and he's just penned a new deal. We <laughs> cannot get rid of this man. But no. Um, yeah, so the same Roma who's just bid 40 mil for Tammy Abraham. Not not a penny more than 15 million for Xhaka. So he's back. So oh. I feel like we've sent a backup centre mid to go with our backup left mid. Ben White, you know, oh, yeah, he White. looks good. We have paid like 50 mil for him though, which seems a bit steep. And it just kind of makes you think like that money would be so much better spent somewhere else. It seems like to me um, that there's sort of almost a conflict of Arsenal where there's one, maybe do you have a director of football? Is it that Raul, whatever his name is? No, he's, I think he's gone. We've got Edu. Edu, It seems like one, one party is looking to buy okay, we're going to really focus on buying young English talent and developing that. Um, in the case of Ben White, not in the case of Ramsdale, because obviously talent being the Ben White there. Not really that young either. <laughs> not young. He, he's English, I guess. How old is he? A 24, is he? He's oh, old. Fuck. He's getting on in the football world. Um, so there seems to be like a, like a conflict of almost one set of targets, like your Ben Whites, your Ramsdales, whatever. And then like, I don't know, Lakonga. I've never heard of him. He's up there. This other I've never heard guy's of him. Up there. 
He looked right in friendlies, so I'm not going to complain. Ben White, like, I don't doubt he's a good player. Is he 15 million good player? No, he's not. I don't, no, I, really no, don't I thought you were going to sort of pose some sort of a question that I was going to answer it straight away with. No, I mean, like, good centre-back. But, like, come on. I think Arsenal are in a weird, a weird spot here because they are still one of the big clubs, one of the big six. So they command that sort of big six fee. However, as we've seen the cases of, like, Buendia and that, they can't attract the players that the big six want because the big six will just get them the other actual ones but then also the players who want to come here we then don't sign it's Abraham (laughs) yeah like we just just refuse like nah sorry too much yeah it looks like I thought we were trying to sign Madison but apparently he's costing too much and we've made a bid for Odegaard well, maybe you shouldn't have spent 50 bloody want. million on Ben White then, should you? Well, that's how I feel, but, you know. Yeah, um, it's very frustrating. I'm not looking forward to next season. But, yeah, yeah, definitely mostly mostly wrong, I think, in basically transfer incomings and outgoings. I think most of it has been... Well, incorrect. there's been no outgoings. Is Willian still at the club? Yes. No! How? Yes, <laughs> I assumed he had gone the day after the season. <laughs> yeah. he, we have, we can't sell anyone. Like Edu has never sold a player. Really? Is that, is that, uh-huh. that hyperbole? No, 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 no you're forgetting about the good ones. You're forgetting about the good ones, like oh, Joe yeah. Willock. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I forgot that happened. No, it's Arsenal. It almost feels like a, a scam. Like the whole club feels like a scam. Like it's people that are running a club. And they don't really, you know, like in, in Practical Jokers, and they've got like yeah. one of the, one yeah, of the guys they... in board meetings. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> tell them to sign Ramsdale. <laughs> <laughs> they're like cracking up in the back. I can't, I can't. It's too stupid. <laughs> He's worth a 30 mil. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know. Has Willock gone? Yeah, Willock's gone. 20 mil. Oh, oh, God. Yeah, I think, to be honest with Arsenal, he's such like a rare type of player as well. And we're just like, nah. Sorry, it's funny because I, I watched him play at Newcastle. I was like, damn, damn, this is exactly the kind of player Arsenal need. When they get him back, yeah, their midfield is going gonna, is gonna to be a lot more, a lot better in transition. Now this horrible yeah, survival. That's what I thought too. But. Um... No, it looks like again. <laughs> we're back to Xhaka and Willian. <laughs> I hope, you know, for the sake of this podcast that they stay, because it is endless entertainment. It really, really is. Um, I actually, you know, if you could sum up, Ed, like out of 10, what would you rate this window so far? Maybe like a, like a three or a f- maybe. Four? What would it have? To, what would have to be? What would requisite a two or a three? Because in my personal opinion, and I'm not trying to like joke. Around, I'm trying to joke around, but like you are trying to joke around. <laughs> I don't like. It is. It is so bad. It is so so shocking what is happening at Arsenal. The 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 signings are not improving the squad, and you're letting actual good squad members go, and re-signing all our worst players bottom feeders are re-signing and somehow still training Willian is still training at Arsenal right now Willian is playing 
Willian's getting minutes in friendlies. How, just how long have you re-signed Shaka for? How long is this deal? Oh, it's the 2026. 20, I remember that. Yeah, no, is I, it 26? I, I distinctly oh. remember that, yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, so you, you're going to have a That's four. a deathbed contract as well. <laughs> That's a deathbed oh. contract. What would, be, what would be like a two, like if you like loaned Pepe out to like Shakhtar Dinets for some reason? <laughs> I think we'd have... I don't know. I think we'd have to sell another good. Uh, fair, the more I think about it, it's not a four. That's way too generous. <laughs> it's like it, a one, honestly. I think it's a two, and I think to be a one, we'd have to sell like Smith Rowe or Saka. Yeah, mm. I mean, you've just re- you've re-signed Jacka until a matter of months before his thirty-third birthday, which I just. Can you can you imagine how immobile he's going to be at thirty three? <laughs> oh, oh man! Oh, if if okay, I'm saying it right now. If Willian gets some manner of contract extension at Arsenal Football Club, I will donate fifty pounds to the charity of your choice, Ed, because I think that really that is. I'll I think it goes, it goes beyond I comedy. Think he, I. I don't think he... I think he's on the... Was it a plus one? No, that has to be... Act- no, I think he's just on his second year of a two-year deal. Everyone hate him, though. I thought everyone like, at the club hated him. <laughs> I mean, he showed up from summer break like fat. Have you seen how fat he was? He just rolled up to the club like... I need, I, need, I need some more paychecks. Just like... Oh man, no! If he so, I'm talking strictly in the not like a like a one year extension. I'm talking. He sits down with the board, and they, there's a photo of him signing pen to paper. One more year, this wonderful club, or whatever. And he's just he's putting like five utter stinkers in a row in the league. He's on about one assist, eight games played, something like that. That, ah, beautiful. But anyway, I think we spent ninety five percent of this time talking about Arsenal. That documentary is going to be amazing. Oh, oh wow. I forgot about the documentary. The documentary is going to be incredible. I want to see some. I want to see Arteta get like fired on t- on my TV screen. I'll 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 just have that on repeat for days. <laughs> no, it should be so good. And Arsenal, there's no sign of Arsenal getting better as well, um, which is it's really bizarre to see, but very funny. Uh, moving on, finally to the Spurs transfer. Surprisingly. Not a lot of nonsense from Spurs. Really, not a lot of nonsense at all. Um, we've signed. We got rid of some of the Deadwood so far. We got rid of Eric, Eric Lamella. Thank you for your service. Thank you for the Rabonas. Thank you for the passion. But you know, it definitely was time to go. Um, he's off to Sevilla. Little Brian Hill coming through those doors. Let's see him. I've not watched him, but you know, I, I'm sure he's good. Um, we the big one I want to talk about is this Christian Romero guy. Uh, centre back, uh, who by every I, I'm not going to pretend I've watched him. I've not. I don't watch Serie A. I, there's no like tangible way you can really do that in the UK up until very recently. Um, but every single report from him, whether it be from Italy or or Argentina, has said this guy is the absolute real deal, like monster, basically. You're, you're not going to say a messy thing, are you? Please don't say the messy thing. Uh, also, the messy thing. Um, he. <laughs> And look, I'll give it. I'll give it straight. I'm not gonna say what I said to you, Temi, the other day because that was utter bullshit. But Temi, 
It's heavy. <laughs> Messi, Messi uh, said, or it's at least rumoured, that a, a, a small part of the reason as to why um, his sort of negotiations with Barcelona broke down or, or the relationship soured almost was because that they didn't get this guy in time and they were good friends with the national, they were good friends in the national team. Like if you remember, they won the Copa America this summer and he played every game was like in the, the team of the tournament or whatever. And he was a bit mad that they didn't sign him. Obviously I think there's much, much, much this larger things at play. Are you telling me Messi left Barca because he was throwing his toys out of the pram and not signing yeah, well, some Argentinian yes, centre-back? Yes, I, I'm saying that the only reason that he left historic club Barcelona was because they didn't sign some random Don from Atalanta. That is what I'm claiming. And that, that was why he was bawling in his press conference. But that aside, it, it looks good. It does look good and we definitely need a new centre-back. I signed these two Brez. They're looking quite decent. We signed a goalie as well. I don't really care. Like goalie, you can. I don't really give a shit about goalies at all. Like, so we got a goalie signing. It's like eh, whatever. Um, but to me, so far, so far with two signs made, it's a seven out of ten purely because we haven't got the likes of Suzuko out. We haven't got the likes of oh, sorry, Harry, Wink, Harry Winks, Aurier has to go I need I mean I don't know who we haven't really not really linked any right what's backs, the situation but... with Harry Kane right now well I'll go to Harry Kane I if I had to bet my life on it right now as of August the 11th I would say I think he's staying and obviously I'm relying a lot on my blind faith as a fan but I'm also relying on some other key factors namely I, Daniel Levy being the, the main one, I don't think he's going to move from the 160 million mark that he set. Um, I don't think Kane is worth 160 million, truth be told, in this market, especially with City. Like they're, ve- I think they're very dangerously close to that FFP breach if they bring him in without selling like load of players. I also think as well he's at a crossroads, or he arrived at a crossroads last week where he obviously missed training, and the, the relationship with the club really soured for a couple of days. Um, and, you know, definitely the lowest point in terms of Kane Spurs relationships. And he released a statement the other day and he returned back to training within a matter of days, which points to me that he, he's not going to, you know, cut his nose off to spite his face, if that's the right term. But he's, I think if he, I don't think he's the kind of guy that's just going to say, look, I'll just rot then. I don't care. Like, I'll rot the reserves until I get my way. I think he's so goal orientated, literally, that I think he will begrudgingly play for us for another year. And then he's, nice. he's going to just play until he dies in a kind of Zahar manner. <laughs> it's true. I think he, he's unfortunate because he's not. If he was like three years younger, I think the likes of your Barca, your Barca, Real Madrid, if they could afford him, or PSG or whatever, they would be looking at him. But he's a bit too old. He's not as marketable as all these other guys. So he's in this weird sort of zone. Um, but I think he'll stay, begrudgingly stay. And then even there was even talk about him signing a new deal yesterday from the best, from the most renowned, trusted Spurs source on Twitter. Um, there's talk about him signing a new deal, which I imagine would include a release clause. But I think with the, his personal situation, I would feel a lot better about it now than I did last week. Um, and I get it. Like, I'm not going to try and like say, "Oh, what a twat!" Like disgracing the club, whatever. I get it, but you know, don't fucking leave. 
<laughs> right. Moving on from Spurs, I'll give it a seven because we need to get rid of the we need to get rid of the trash. We need to get rid of the Oreos, your Sissokos, um, your Winks, your Davies, your whatever. Those blur players we've had for God knows how many years. Eric Dyer. Oh fuck oh. off. But it's looking all right. It's looking all right, I suppose. I'm a bit more optimistic than I was at the end of the season, anyway. But let's move more broadly. Um, we've got three new teams in the league. It's, if I get this right, Norwich, Brentford, and who? Watford. Watford. Um, you, could, you could probably forgive me for forgetting Watford because who gets a shit? Um, Were they not there last year? I didn't notice. <laughs> they're, they're, they're in that Norwich zone, by almost, I care about them even less than Norwich. Way less. I think, I think if they had, because for Norwich, it's the green and yellow. I think if Watford, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was about to say if Watford had like that lovely yellow, and I remember their kit is just <laughs> yellow. <laughs> you know what I think? And if is, I'm not mistaken, their away kit's green. Yeah, away kit's horrendous. It's like goalie kit. It's horrible though. You know what it is with Watford? I think it's, and I do think this comes into uh, how football fans perceive teams. They're not from a geographically interesting enough place. Like Norwich is right in the, you know, right in the very right side of, of the UK like Bournemouth was like right down the bottom like it, it's not nice have... you going with this? no no no, no, no genuinely, <laughs> genuinely, genuinely. geography comes into it no it does no trust me it does to have teams like dotted around the country it, it's nice like Watford just like sort of north of London like who gives who knows where fucking Watford is like no one no one gives a shit I know exa- exactly where Watford is yeah but yeah but like but like it's talked more broadly like I think a lot of people will be like I'll point Watford on the map like no one gives a shit about Watford. Like who cares? It's I like don't. I don't think you've got a leg to stand on here. I don't. You point no. to London and just stop moving up a little but bit. But then, but then it goes to like, oh, I think it, like a team's identity almost. Like, what is Watford's identity? Troy Deeney. Troy Deeney. He's not even Troy fucking Deeney. from there. He's from Birmingham. No, I don't want to talk about Watford. He's gonna make, he's gonna make me mad. And <laughs> to be honest, like, <laughs> fuck this. Let's talk about who is actually going down. Starting with Watford, because they're going down. Um, who's their manager? Can you guys name me their manager? Uh, I it's someone like Hughes. Spanish? I bet he's Spanish. Like Ramos, maybe like Juan de Ramos or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, let's, let's all have a guess before we look up. Let's all have a guess. Okay. All right, I'm going to guess... He's, he's definitely old. He's not going to be young. Um, between the ages of 50, 60... I think he's going to be Eastern European, um, who's formerly had some success with like Spartak Moscow, like ten years ago. Maybe managed a French team in the middle, and then he, he yeah, just you know, got a nice easy way up to the Premier League. Gets sacked by December probably. Oh no! <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> what are you guys thinking? Uh, I think he's Spanish. I think he's got to be Spanish. Mm. I have in my head. That Brett, and he may well have already managed what for now I think about it. He was like little in Spanish and ma- managed Everton for a small amount of time, I believe. Um, oh, um, Mark, Marco Thingy. The Portuguese yeah, one. Yeah. 
No way it's him. No way. <laughs> Did he manage Watford? Oh, no. I've just seen who it is. Wait, Ed, go on. I mean, I didn't have anything specific. I had a good feeling about him being maybe Belgian, never managed in an English league before. So he's little and Spanish. His name is <sighs> Zisco, one name. Uh, which I'm not having staying one up. Name no, they're staying up. They're staying up. All right. I bet Zisco he's managed Munoz. like Espanol or someone like that before. His name is Francisco Javier Munoz Lompart, known as Zisco. Um, right. 40 years old, so a young manager. Oh, very young. Spanish, obviously Spanish. Come on, guys. Five foot nine. I knew he was little. Great. It's not that little. <laughs> All right. His, uh, <laughs> his managerial career is uh, Pobla Mafumet, interim. Okay. Uh, Dinamo Spilisi for a couple of months and then Watford. What? <laughs> what? That's quite the CV. When did he when did he join Watford? 2020. Same year he, he joined Dinamo Speed Easy. Oh, so this guy uh, has like a year's worth of Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, oh, so, yeah. oh so he'll be competing with Arteta then. He's gonna get so sad. I, this is what I mean. This is what I mean. I don't know why this has suddenly turned into my like disdain of Watford, but like, what is that? What is that? What? I mean, I'd at least thought he's managed, you know, an Espanol or a Granada, maybe. I think that was a bit high. I was expecting fuck? like a Rayo Vallecano sort of. I'll get a Vallecano in there. You know, they steered, he steered them away from the drop in like 2018. <laughs> Nothing. No, no. There's nothing there. 2018 was the year after he briefly managed that team, who I've already forgotten, on an interim basis. His playing career only ended in 2016 at a club called Gymnastique. No, uh, no, 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 no. Okay, wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? No, this is telling you something completely different. What? This guy has all the makings of a good manager. Oh, before no before Gymnastique, he, he, uh, he scored 62 goals in 98 games for Dynamo. Spilisi, so it was a bit of a, a return when he went back as their manager. Oh, for nice! Literally two months or three did months. Any, <laughs> did he play for any good teams? Right. I Didn't you just hear? Like Dynamo Spilisic. Uh, so he came through the ranks at Mallorca B and Valencia B, then Recreativo loan, Tenerife loan, Recreativo loan. Then he played for Valencia, Betis, Levante, and then Dinamo Spilisi, and then gymnastic. So literally no. Right. I don't know what his credentials are, but it's not playing or management. I I, I don't want to say like twentieth, twentieth, like 20th. definitely twentieth. Um, who have they got? Well, sacking as well for me. That is yeah. What with Watford's record, that is like definitely odds on first to be yeah. to be set. Who like what players did Watford have of any note? Saw. I remember mm. he was good last time he was up. Is oh, Deeney yeah. left, didn't he? Deeney's not still there. Oh, is Deeney gone? He's there. He's there. Oh, I saw a headline on the paper just today about He's how, the whole club. About He's how the whole club. 33-year-old Troy Deeney feels he has nothing to prove. That's so? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <Shit. laughs> prove what? You get four goals in 38? 
Two penalties? Like, what, why am I hearing about Troy Deeney? Like, honestly, honestly, I'm going to get angry. What's I'm putting them... Troy Deeney at 33? Excitement, inspiration, responsibility. Ooh. I don't care. <laughs> and that is it. With Watford, if you have one phrase, let's face it, guys. We just don't care at all. Let's talk about Brentford, because I actually do care about Brentford. They're mainly a Danish team. Um, they're called the Bees. Mighty, uh, mighty bees. The mighty, mighty bees. They're from West London. So interesting ge- geography. And no, stop talking about stop, interesting stop geography. Stop with the geography. Stop with stop, it. Having, te- having 10 clubs in London isn't that interesting. Surely, like you were saying, you wanted them dotted around the country. You can't have them dotted around London. And then you were saying no one cares about Charlton. Charlton's in fucking London, man. Make your mind up. Yeah, but it's in that little weird zone. Okay. I have my reasons. I, I, I'm not to be challenged on such reasons. Please, Brentford, is, <laughs> Brentford is an interesting team, though, right? You'd agree they play nice football. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, they've got a um, they've got a very interesting striker, Ivan Tony, who I I um, want to see Tony in the prime. Very well. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Their manager Thomas Frank, I think it is. Yeah, Thomas Frank. They love uh, him. They love him. He seems like he his knows voice, by the way. If you've not if you've not heard him speak yet, you're gonna love the oh, new season. His nice. voice is hilarious. <laughs> he's just a lovely guy as well. Yeah, we, we love Thomas Frank. And he's, he's one of the examples of like a young coach being given a being given a chance, sort of like Graham Potter almost. Not a, ma- a massively amazing player in their time. And he's like proven that he knows what he's doing. Cisco, you know, dickhead. <laughs> and it's, yeah, he's just, I think it's going to be an exciting team. I can see it going, you know, one or two ways. I can definitely see it completely failing the whole project. And then... Rooted to the bottom of the table. But I've got some players in there, though. Um, Jensen, that midfield solid. Jensen and Josh De Silva, very, very good. Mm. Um, Pontus Jensen at the back as well. Uh, Raya and goal. It's a good team. It's a good team. Yeah, it's not bad. I can see them. They really remind me of uh, Bournemouth when they first came up. Interesting sort of manager, like nice style. Um, very positive, and there's a couple of good players that you can point to and say, "Yeah, these 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 guys would be there'd be Premier League teams interested in a lot of these players." So I'm saying, I I think they'll do all right. I don't think they're in our bottom three, definitely not. I think you've always got to love a team making its Premier League debut because where you've got like Norwich and Watford and going in and out I just I just don't care um, <laughs> so you really do want the team make its debut so I was so glad that like, Swansea didn't come back up I just, I just don't care um, I want like an actual story which is why Bournemouth was so much fun um, Huddersfield stay I, I was I remember the first season Huddersfield were up horrible team horrible day, horrible place but Shit. I was glad they stayed up first season because mm. it was pretty cool um, so yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Ed, you, have you watched any of Brentford, or do you know like so? Sort of what because I've watched it because we played them in the Carabao Cup semi final, believe it or not. And they look really yeah. good, they look really good. Um, proverbially zipping the ball about, if you will, which is nice. No, I can't, I can't claim to have watched them play past videos of Tony scoring goals, so you know. He's my guy. Um, yeah, I really can't comment. I'm just quite excited for them to be. Yeah, up. I, I think as well. 
the last thing I'll say about them, uh, the first Premier League game being them hosting Arsenal, that is class. That is such a class opening to the season. I, I worry that we will lose. I think mm. you will. No, I, I think you will. I think you will. Um, Fan, fans? There's fans on the ground. First uh, game in the Premier League. Arsenal are utter shit. And Brentford you know, we've, aren't we've I know it's like pre-season, but we have lost all of our games in pre-season. No, no, come on. You drew to that weird Scottish team. Oh, yeah. Habon- is it Habon- oh, no, is it Hearts? Habonian? No, I think we lost. Oh, no, you lost. No, we lost. No, didn't you then you draw lost. to Rangers or something? Yeah, you drew to Rangers. No, we, we lost to like, Hearts or Habonian. Oh, I thought we lost. Oh, I thought we lost to Rangers. No, you I drew against Rangers. You, you salvaged a, a friendly point against Rangers. You suffered the feet against Chelsea and Spurs, though, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Brentford, looking forward to them. Who's the other one? It's one of the other like, stupid Norwich. I like, look, I, I like Norwich. Out of, out of the yo-yo teams, they are my favourite yo-yo one. Um, they look nice. Like, they look nice. Fast, really. Yeah, and they've got some nice players. I thought they, they were pretty dreadful the last time they were here. And I'm sure they will be this year. You know? 19. I'm sure they'll play Liverpool and it'll be like an 8-9 scoreline or some shit because it always seems to be like that. Suarez comes back down. to score a hat-trick for no reason at all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that could be very tasty. Yeah, but Norwich, I don't want to talk about Norwich too much to be honest. I don't want to waste my breath. Good to have you back. Um, see you in the Championship next year. Yeah. Anyway, right. so that's... So moving more broadly, let's... What, should we talk what our bottom three should be? Teams who think mm. we're going to struggle. Mm. Let's talk about our struggle teams. Burnley is time to go. Burnley. Burnley. I've, absolutely I've had excited. enough. <laughs> Sean Dyche, I don't, I, don't, I don't care anymore. Like It was pretty cool for a bit, but good Lord, go away. Fuck, fuck off. Um, I can almost, I'd almost love it if they just somehow got better. And it was almost like a one last dance sort of thing where you got all the whole band back together. <laughs> Who's the and band? You, I don't know. Man! Burn them English guys. That's that's the best. They're all still there. So, is Shawcross <laughs> not playing for Burnley? No, Shawcross has never played for Burnley. But you just you have to admit, he's never played for Burnley. Of me, Narkovsky. No, 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 no. I know, I know, he's never played. Like but has he has he played for them yet? Is what I'm saying. Because Stoke, what's Stoke doing? So Shawcross at Burnley. Can you imagine who's now, winning ahead is at like into Miami? Oh, <laughs> sure. Sure, sure. Nah, I've got yeah. no, no, sure. no, he's not yeah, into Miami. I think, I think he is. No, no, that, that would break my heart if he was there. <laughs> yeah, he's into how? Miami. <laughs> how? how was that the career path for him? He's not into Miami at all. And so the thought of him just like lounging back in Miami, soaking oh. in the catch of his latter playing days. <laughs> Carling in head. Anyway, we get okay. We're so distracted. I got no, I know, I got no time for Shawcross. Burnley down. Don't let's want say, to see uh, him again. Yeah, let's not let's not do a top bottom three. Let's just say who's our struggle teams. Who who's down down that end? I think you you Burnleys. You have to worry. I think May you're I, worrying about Newcastle as well. It, they're, they're, I think you always you always have <laughs> you to be always fear for Newcastle. You always have to be. Um, <laughs> They, I'm fearing a little bit for Wolves, to be honest. Oh, I do fear. Jimenez is 
back though, isn't he? Yeah, but it might be one of those situations where he doesn't have it anymore. Adama's yeah, yeah, gone. Maybe. I finished that guy. Adama, is Adama has nothing. And the new no. manager, Bruno Lago, whatever the fuck his name is, like, what? Who? Oh, it sounds like relegation to me. I, I don't know. I'll send I think... six clubs down because I'm done with a few clubs in this league now. Um, yeah. I'm not done with Wolves. On. I like Wolves, but I think they will struggle. I'm done with Wolves. Really? Done Wolves? With... Yeah. I, I, I used to love Wolves. You know me. <laughs> but, uh, I'm quite... <laughs> Wolves last season, I I got nothing yeah. for them. I like, I like Neto, but... Yeah. Get Ebags and Uh Who's the other one? Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking Not about. Not Neto. Uh, <laughs> the other Pod- guy. Podence. Yeah. Podence. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. <laughs> I like him too. No, yeah. Wolves are different now. Back to the times when, you know, me and Temi were massive fans. It was, you know, your Ebags, oh. Blakes, your, your George oh. Alacobis. Your Matt Jarvises, your Kevin <laughs> your Doyle. Jarvises. Who was that bald... Was it Paddy Kenny? Who was that bald goalie they had for ages? Paddy Kenny? Oh, no. No, no, it's the other guy. No. The other guy. Um, he's, he plays for Norwich now, or he played for Norwich before. Ennis Ruddy. Nah. Ruddy. I swear it was Ruddy. 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 Yeah, I can see them struggling. I can see Southampton struggling as well. Uh, yeah, they've lost things. Big blow. Are they, are they looking at having Shea Adams as their all-out starting striker at the moment? I'd imagine so. Yowza. Smelly. Very, very smelly. Let's hope they get a lot of free kicks. Mm. Now, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> uh, moving on to our surprise shit team. This could be... This could fall on my face so bad that my credibility, whatever's left of it, will already be extinguished forever. I think Aston Villa are going to be shit this season. Bullshit. I think oh, it'll be crazy. Do you? That is... Um, and here's why. Here's why. They weren't a good team before. I don't think they weren't a good team before. It was Grealish putting in Blessick after Blessick after Blessick after Blessick after Blessick. And then a Consta, a sorry, and um, Ming's defence really holding it down and Martinez. And obviously three of those guys still remain. But that attack, the way they've replaced that attack with what, Wendy, um Bailey, Bailey, Ings. Ings. I don't know. Like for me, I, I never. I think. I, I think never. There's a there's a chance that it, like really really all comes together for them. And it goes one two ways, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. Um, it could be that situation where it's like, why do we even need Jack Grealish? We're way better without him. Sort of. Like, it's every single time. Like. Every single time in football history that I know of. Um, when you sell Elvis and buy the Beatles, you usually get shit. Like like Spurs, for example, it happened. I think there's numerous, numerous times. Remember, no, what Liverpool did with that Coutinho money? But I just don't like. I don't, yeah, but that was different like, levels of money. Coutinho wasn't even built like that. He wasn't like. He wasn't that. Even that I, don't, I don't even get was... like their team wasn't like completely lost without Coutinho. Whereas like Villa, and the thing is, this is where it boils down to with Villa. I don't think Dean Smith is capable of assembling a team of all those talents and making it work. I just don't think he is at all. I, I don't know where your distrust of Dean Smith has come from. I uh, mean, Danny Ings, if he stays fit, scores like 15, 16, 17 Premier League goals. Ollie Watkins deputising. Leon Bailey goes one of two ways. We know that. I, th- I think he's four goals. Could, and assist <laughs> I think he could go the other way. Wendy, um, <laughs> we, we know what he can do with the ball at his feet. Um, John McGinn. That's a, Ed, this is a good side. It's a sort of back four with Cash, Conta, Mings. What? 
I'm, so, I'm, saying, I'm, saying, I'm saying 14th. That's what I'm saying. 14th. Oh, 14th. Yeah. I think they finish above, if not just Arsenal, both North London clubs. They're actually my surprise positive. Nah, nah, I can't be having that. I think they... I, I think don't know that like, they finish above Spurs. I think they no, finish above Arsenal. Finish. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even have a jab at Arsenal. But yeah, Villa probably finish above us. We fair, Buendia backs him too, so... Yeah, Brendia. Yeah, the thing is, Brendia is, is out of all those players you've named, Brendia is one where I'm like, ah, oh, this guy is different, really, to be fair, and Ings to a lesser extent as well. Um, but you look at where they finished before, like last season, they, they were 10th, like they were 10th, wasn't it? I swear they weren't that good, really. When first half, amazing, second half, they weren't that great, and then the season before that, well, second second half, Grealish was injured, exactly. Now they don't have him, <laughs> no, no, he's not even at the fucking club. And the season before that, with Grealish, they finished 17th. So, I don't... Dean Smith is not that guy. He's getting sacked. Dean Smith's going to go. Goodbye. They'll get someone in. Maybe he changes them around. I don't know. I have no yeah. faith in Villa, though. But that's my surprise, shit team. What about you guys? Ed? Arsenal? <laughs> it's not a surprise, is it, really? Arsenal, it's... Well, they're not a surprise, shit team. They're like a... They're like a surprisingly bad... I can't even call them a good team, actually. They're just <laughs> shit. Um, enough of that. I think more more for my heart than whether or not I actually think they'll succeed. I just want to see Crystal Palace do well this season. I think they've been really assembling some guys. Oh, yeah. There. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I was got, for my surprise package, 100%. Um, for, for your team that you think is going to surprisingly do really, really shit, though. Do you have anyone in mind? Or are you sort of going around the lines of your, your burn list? I, I don't think there's room at the moment for someone to do that surprisingly poorly. I'd say I maybe Leeds. 10th again. Nothing exciting. I think it could be that Sheffield United effect where it was like, you think? it was so good first season and then they... No, because I think absolutely stink up the show. <laughs> no, because I, th- I think, I think the thing with Leeds is they do actually play nice football as opposed to, she- she- well, we've all seen Sheffield. Like, I think, I think that's a sort anymore. of that's like a getting found out for just being a boring defensive team in your second time in the league. Like, mm. that's what I thought would happen to Burnley, but they're still fucking here. Um, wow. right, I do think, well, I do think I'll Wolves will do surprisingly out. poorly. I think Wolves are struggling this year. 15th, 16th. <laughs> I like that. That's that's a good shit pick. Mine, <laughs> it's never been clearer to me. I think Everton come 15th. <laughs> Everton, Everton are in the absolute mud. I, I actually worry for Everton. <laughs> Under Benitez for some reason. None of it feels right to me. I know Rodriguez <laughs> depressed that he's lost his, his, his dad in Carlo Ancelotti once again. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like, oh. who is there? Who's there? Calvert I think Calvert-Lewin weirdly drops Calvert-Lewin. off. Calvert-Lewin. Gets injured. Richarlison, mm. I've never rated. Um, crap. Absolute crap player. Absolute crap. Sigerson's going think- down for nonsense. Like, he's just not in the squad <laughs> anymore. I haven't heard anything on that in weeks, you know? Uh, so I think something big is going to come in the next week that like, really yeah. exposes yeah, but yeah, I worry. I really worry for Everton, to be honest. I think, and it was like the flattering to deceive at the start of last season where 
I think we all knew it wasn't going to last. Did we think within a year they'd not have the manager and one of their players would be a paedophile and people would be tipping them to be really, really bad? Probably not, no. Because I think if you remember, if we did this this time last season, we would probably put them as our surprise like package, wouldn't we? With all yeah, the players they were doing in. really yeah. well stuff last season. Do you remember? Oh, my... My mate who supports Everton was well pleased. He was like, oh, we're challenging this season. We're challenging. Oh, after, after like, what was it? Like five, ten games? They were still kind of top of the yeah. league. Yep. Five, finished, I think. Where did they finish? Eighth, ninth? I'll find out. Twelfth, thirteenth. God, they can't have been below us, could they? They were below tenth. us, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tenth, they? they finished. They were tenth. Fuck me. Yeah. Villa eleventh. Cool. Um, and I think when you're spending that money... I don't think and I love Ancelotti with all my heart I don't think he did an amazing job to be honest um, but we're not here for Ancelotti revisionism we're here for our surprise shit team so you've gone for Everton Temi yeah. I've gone for Villa and Ed you've gone for Wolves right yeah very nice all three of those teams were like fierce fierce competitors in the last season yeah. as well oh yeah alright who's our surprise package I think we all have the same one but I want to hear it from you guys first we don't all have the same one. Oh, and it? I'd love to live in this fantasy world where Crystal Palace with <laughs> fresh, Palace, fresh Palace. Of players like runs away and looks really good. <laughs> I think Pal- I I am really tipping. I want to go another way with it. I've said this on the group chat. I want Vieira to somehow survive a shorter time <laughs> than that last guy to four. I want him to go off three games. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing the only thing that worries me about that project is him like he has never proven to be a good manager ever like if he wasn't a, a fantastic player he wouldn't no way he's getting that job no way um, and I, I I'm aware that I'm adding my own club with this but stop hiring managers who haven't proved their managers stop doing it why are you doing that hire actual managers please Remember when Juventus hired Pirlo and it just was a horrible failure? Horrible. Because of course it would be. They were good players. So now they're good managers. I don't know. I think the only saving grace I've got at the moment with him is that he appears to have good talent ID, judging by the players they're buying, as opposed to to Arteta with no managing history, no talent ID whatsoever. Mm. I... I can't see him being that bad. But let's think about but at the same time, he's never succeeded in his life. <laughs> there must be a reason for that. There must, there must be. I swear he did like awfully like in America, didn't he? He did like, shit in America. He did, he did okay at France. He did okay. I think, yeah, I he, think he made several clubs. He, did, he didn't do bad. He did fine. He did all right at Nice off the top of my head, but I... But then again, some guy that has the same managerial record that isn't Patrick Vieira is never, ever, ever getting that job. Never, ever. Never, ever, ever. But to be fair, I understand Patrick Vieira commands the respect of the dressing room. But he's not even like a, a palace legend. It's not like he has the, the heart, that like the club in his heart or anything. No. Uh, like, good player. Well, you know, half the, half the palace players are Arsenal fans. So they'll kind of... Oh, Joe, just doesn't make well, that, You mean it? just so hard, don't you? And... <laughs> Well, I understand uh, that he is over half of the Palace team. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also I'm pretty sure Eze was in our academy, so that's their their two key no, players in attack. You let Eze go, Arsenal. I just, I, right, I think Arsenal's we let him go. Years years years. They completely like tried to sign him or something. 
Right, let me have a look at these. Um, <laughs> let me have a look at these signings real quick. Because um, I know there's some good names in there. So you got, as Hamilton pointed out, and I hate to say it, Mark Gwey. Mark 20- Gahey. How can you not say this? Gahey. Mark Gahey. We've got him in there. 21 million. Never seen him play. I'm not going to make judgment. Apparently he's good. Fine. Whatever. This other Brett, Joachim Anderson, who played Fulham last season. 16 mil. Here he's good. Probably right to set the world light, but here he's good. Play for Fulham, who... Got relegated, so relegation yep. defence. So he was playing against that utterly fucking abject player, though. What was his name? Pause. Pause. Were in the Premier League last season? Oh yeah, yeah. No, they weren't. Who they? Yeah, because we remember Willian was got like his whole assist tally for the season <laughs> on his first game against them. Oh, so they had Zambo and Gisa. They had um... oh, like Brian and that lot. They signed this guy called Michael Olise, who does actually look quite good, to be fair, for yeah, 8 he mil. Yeah, he looks quality. Connor Gallagher on loan from Chelsea. Oh, Ed, you I know can, what it is. I might cut this I out. I couldn't like, tell you what position he plays. These guys don't look that good. <laughs> these guys don't look that good. Don't, don't get lost in the sores. They don't look that good. It's like, just I'm in gonna, my head. I'm going to firm it. I'm going to firm it for the podcast, but I, I low-key think this is going to be good. <laughs> I... <laughs> this is why I say I think we should relegate six teams next season. I, I think I think they have to go down. They have oh. to go down because that squad as well. There's so much unresolved in there. Don't let these signings fool you. They don't really have a squad. <laughs> I'm with Vera as well, and his pants. It's just oh. in my in my head, Wait. in my romantic head. It's Vieira, it's Elise, it's Eze, it's Zahar. I'm thinking Eze's not wrong. playing next season. If you think yeah, Eze's playing next season, you're so sorely mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> what at what point last season did he get injured? Was it like right at the right end? Right at the end. Oh, he's not playing this season. <laughs> he's he, not playing. Vieira's gonna be fired before Eze plays another game. Of course. <laughs> well you know, before. Months and months before. Did you know that um <laughs> Andros Townsend joined Everton on a free? Is that not no. the most what, the this most summer? Barclays transfer no. that has literally just happened. You see, and this, this is why Everton have to go. This is why Everton absolutely, I'm actually furious about that because they signed Andros Townsend and that weird bread who used to play for Leicester and was deemed not good enough. That Damari Gray. Everton also signed him. Did you know that? Oh, no, get no, I had, no, I did see that. I did see that. What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Premier League. Let's talk top four. Your City's, your Liverpool's, your Chelsea's, your United's. And like, maybe Leicester. End scene. I think after that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, like, I'm not even going to entertain talk about Spurs or definitely not entertaining about Arsenal. Um, I think there could be one space for one more at their surprise package. I think of all those candidates, I think the Leeds, I think they really could do all right, personally. I'm I I don't know that I haven't seen anyone like sign for Leeds. I don't know if I'm just not following the right people, but mm. I don't think they've signed anyone. But I don't but think I, they need to do too much of that squad, though. I think it's fine. Yeah, you know, you just not like, really you let people go, have they? No, they haven't, like, they haven't sold like Rafinha or any of those guys that are their best players. I think it's looking decent for them. But talking about those five teams, and for the hell of it, sure, Arsenal's, Arsenal's both. 
I think you've got you've got a couple guarantees. I think you've got three guarantees. I think you've got City is a guarantee because it just is. Um, I hate them so much, but it's just they're a guarantee. They're going to be top four, no discussion. Oh, of course, of course. Um, I think they I think they have to be top one. No, they have to be. I absolutely have to be. But and, I don't think they will be. I don't think they will be. But no. Then you've got Chelsea, who I I re- again I think they're consolidated top four. I just didn't think they right looked that. Lukaku, Ed. Yeah, Lukaku. very true. They and they never looked very convincing last season, but yeah, Lukaku. But that's because they didn't have a striker. Yeah. <laughs> think about that um, Chelsea team. Yeah, you got a me striker there. In. Yeah. <laughs> so you got those two, and I think out of everyone, they're the most, the two most established teams. I think the main title battle, if I had to predict it now, would likely be between those two. Um, and then just below them, I think you got your main eyes and your Liverpool's. I think they're like a little semi-notch below, um, battling it out. And I think, to be honest, I'm going to say right now, big take, I think United finished above Liverpool this season. Yeah, I think so. I think so I think as well, yeah. The Van Dijk return story, I, I think he won't be the same player. I really don't think he will be. I've, he's like I've seen a little freak. bit of him and he was making mistakes. Yeah, but you know, he's been out for ages. But I, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it might be a difficult one to recover from for him. I don't think Liverpool will have a poor season. I think the top four will actually be really close this year. I think, right, everyone in it will end up on it probably within the same sort of 10 points. I think we're going to see quite an exciting title race this season. And I think United are going to be involved. I think Liverpool, City, Chelsea, everyone we've mentioned. No, I don't think United are going to win the league. I don't think we're going to come second, but I think we're going to come third. Uh Mm, a little bit of me wants to predict City for some reason being crap. I don't know why. <laughs> I know why because um, we hate. They City. don't have us. They don't have us like. Well, they they're relying on Jesus up top because who is their striker? Not going to be it's Harry Greenish playing false nine. Well, it, well, I think it's going to be Pep deciding you don't need strikers anymore. He'll just play like five attacking mids again. I'll tell you what. I'd love nothing more. Uh, my own personal team success aside, maybe even not. I don't know. If if City <laughs> were like cataclysmically bad, if they finished, like if they were night, abject, yeah, like they were like it's like one of the work like massive rifts in the squad. Pep walks like three months in. They got like some random guy managing them, like the, the goalkeeping coach managing them. They can't sort their stuff out. Everyone's leaving. I just love it if they crumbled before our very eyes because I just. I don't hate the club. I hate the idea of what it is right now and how it's so guaranteed success every year because the work, the way they spend money. Um, uh, head, yeah, sure, I'm saying this because Kane. Sure, I'm saying this because they're pursuing my, my true love in football. But we just love it. We just love it. If first game... I in, love it. Who will see you play? I'll see you playing Spurs, to be fair. Well, I'd love it. 4 0 Spurs. 4 0 Spurs. Son trick. Son trick. Kane off the bed. <laughs> I just, but, okay, moving more seriously, moving less from into the theoretical side. Those, your Sissies and your Chelsea's, they are, they are the people you need to watch out for, I think, this season. If we had to do like a squad matchup between those two very briefly, who do you think is coming out on top? City. See, does he? Yeah, because well, the, they're the best team, well, the second best team in the world. Because PSG have just signed yeah, the best time. Um, 
But yeah, City easily as well. I don't think it's hard. Mm. I think almost man for man until you get up top. Yeah, I'm just thinking, who am I taking from Chelsea? From Chelsea, I might take Kante and Lukaku. Yeah, that's it though. I'd take um, I take one of the full. I take a. Would you? Who, who, for, for, well, no, Cancelo, no, he's good, isn't he? Yeah. Carl no. Walker. Yeah. Well, forget that guy. Forget Carl Walker. Don't rate him. You know who I would take? I would take... I would take Tuchel over Guardiola, I think. Weird. I think... I hate him. I think he's no vibes. I think I, I hate him a little bit less than Pep. I think Pep's just, like, intolerable these days. So I do bold. think I so do bold. think Tuchel is an excellent manager though. I think he's an excellent manager. For the modern well, game, for the modern game d- desires, he's I think he's absolutely world class. And I think he gets it more than most. He gets it more than Pep does. Him and Klopp, I think, are on similar wavelengths in terms of what players need. So like not unnecessarily pissing players off all the time. And like keeping that nice balance. I just think this guy is the real deal. Best manager in the league for me right now, in my opinion. Which I hate to say because he looks like a Nazi. Weird, but okay, I'll take it. He's a world class manager in a, in a league, almost chopped for the world class managers, to be fair. Chop. Absolutely. And Arteta. All right. And Arteta. <laughs> All right, let's just, let's just rattle off. Let's rattle off these last ones here. Who's winning it? Who's taking it? Just stake your claim right now. Chuck it out. Throw it out for everyone. Chelsea. 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 I'm going to say Sissy. Um, I'm saying City I think as well. Football's relentless march towards, you know, <laughs> the same people winning it every year. It's just happening, isn't it? Basically, um, who's getting Champions League? Uh, Chelsea, City, Man United, Leicester. Oh, no, not li- not Liverpool. I'm saying Chelsea, City. Spurs. <laughs> uh, I think no. Okay, you're not joking. No, <laughs> no, no. I, I'm semi-joking. I think if we keep Kane, <laughs> that's not joking enough. You've got to you be what. fully joking. I'll tell you what, no, I don't know. I wouldn't rule it out. Um, my serious answer would be would be just like City, Chelsea, uh, United, Liverpool. I think probably. I don't boring. think Leicester has to choose like that. I think it's going to be that simple Spurs. and boring. Spurs, no, no, no. Well, no. Obviously, like I actually predict Liverpool to finish in there. I can't, I can't just say Chelsea, City, Man United, Liverpool. That's so boring. So boring. <laughs> I'm gonna, I I'm Arsenal gonna go for Spurs. Come second. <laughs> I no, think Spurs will scrape that. that even in your fantasy little joke world, Arsenal don't win the league. Ooh, I think <laughs> Arsenal come second. <laughs> We're past that point. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, right. Who's who's getting top goal scorer? Oh, good question. Oh, that's a great question. I mean, don't know why, don't know why we're thinking so hard. He Lukaku. will be remaining in the league. Lukaku. Yeah, I think the thing with Kane, he's destabilised, so it might throw him off a little bit. No, I don't know how. Oh, just... You know, the problem with Lukaku had at Man United, he wasn't a different player. It was just teams play differently against United than they do against Everton, which is why it was difficult, you know? And I just wonder if he'll have that same problem at Chelsea. He has come on a lot in the last couple of years, but again, that's 
that was at Inter where the game's very different. I mean, for a, stri- a striker uh, like that plays in the way he does, will always absolutely eat in Italy. Eat. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, he was good at Euros until he played a, a good defence. I just didn't see him all game. Didn't see him. Where I, was he? I wonder if it just doesn't quite work out again, especially because it's Chelsea and a striker that yeah. never works. Yeah. I think he'll do fine. I think he'll get 12 goals. 12 and 31. Something like that. I think my top goal scorer, Mohamed Salah. I think Mohamed Salah's sort of last dance before he fucks off to Real Madrid for his last years. Um, it's just so relentless. Can't knock him, can you really? What about you, Ed? I'd say Kane, but I think he doesn't want to be at Spurs anymore. I don't think he's no. going to have the same. I don't think he's going to have the dog in him anymore. I think Salah... I think he might do, you know. I think Salah he... loves nothing more than to score goals. <laughs> Salah, Salah would, like, put a curse on, like, four generations of all his teammates' families just to score, like, two more goals a season. Yeah, yeah, like a couple goals. Salah loves scoring. But to be fair, Kane... No, it was Kane. Kane so has done something about it. Oh, yeah, Kane agree. literally, like, wished his own child's death to claim a goal that he didn't score. <laughs> <laughs> And that actually happened. I'm not. Joking. This guy is serious. Okay. No, I think I think you could never say. He's, I think Kane will be maybe even all the more determined to score more goals to sort of keep keep the the high demand in him for next season. Because if he just falls off, doesn't play that well, there's no way City's going to sign him next season. This is his chance. He's got to take his chance. So fuck off. I'm not saying Salah. I'm saying Kane. Thirty-eight goals. <laughs> I think it'll be a goal a goal a game kind of stuff doesn't miss a minute right fair doesn't enough. miss a minute <laughs> tell me who said I'm going to have to revise my opinion I think it might be someone weird though I think it could be someone so weird uh, no it's going to be Salah Salah <laughs> I'm saying Salah alright uh, I think that just about wraps it all up there Oh, player of the season. Player of the season. Right. Oh, yeah, of course. Player of the season. Only reason I say is because like, Bruno Fernandes. I think finally. <laughs> um, no, don't think he will be at all. Because right. you don't think he's good, weirdly. But even though it's just only only proved how good he is over and over again. But that's fine. That's fine. It's all right. Yeah, the poor Euros. Um, yeah, he had, I'd probably he had go Euros. for... <laughs> I'm going to go for... <laughs> Harry Maguire, player of the season. Oh, I love it. I love it. Starting this horrid trend. I don't. Back. So only win player of the season if you win the league. Def- Defender yeah. winning player of the season, it's just not for me. Yeah, but it'll happen if you win the league and in no other circumstance. Yeah. So, so yeah, Harry Maguire. Yeah. What about you, <laughs> um, I think it's going to be your boy, Ben White. Uh... <laughs> the funniest joke of the whole day. <laughs> that is great, that. No, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally. I mean, can't imagine. That. I mean, we were just talking about universe. It. Set the back when your team wins the league. <laughs> I think if you simulated the Premier League this this year, I think 20 million times. I and Arsenal may win it one of those times. He still wouldn't would. be the player of the year. <laughs> I think there's no conceivable reality in which that happens. <laughs> I think it's metaphysically impossible. 
Oh, all right, Ed, let's have a serious one. I think feasibly, I think City are winning the league. And I think because he's their marquee signing, they're going to say Jack Grealish. And I don't think anyone's going to agree with it. But I think the I think the official Barclays player of the season is going to be Jack Grealish. Oh right, one of them. I don't think I don't think anyone will be happy with it. How can you predict, How can you argue against your own theorized prediction about what's going to happen? Ah, uh, because you understand. I don't like football. All right, who do you want? Who do you? Okay, all right, fine. Who do I want? The last question. Last question I want to ask. I've just thought of on the spin. Who's the first manager to go apart from Cisco? Obviously, it's gonna be him. Obviously, Cisco. Um, <laughs> first manager to go. God, when's Arteta leaving? <laughs> yeah, I was, was going to say Arteta. I mean, no, no, got, I don't think it will be. No way. No. He's, no. No. Come, no. Hell. He's, he's got. He's got fans back in the stadium. He's. He's got the added pressure of being filmed. <laughs> like there's. Like there's going to be video evidence of him being shit at his job week on week. <laughs> He's got to go. I actually really no. want to see Arteta get sacked and you slap a six-year contract on Jose Mourinho after a torrid time at Roma. I would absolutely no, that. love to see that. <laughs> Have we not been through enough? <laughs> A Mourinho Arsenal, I think, would be the most concentrated place of misery on planet Earth right there. I don't Thanks. think it gets more depressing. Weeping in the ground. He came in, came out. <laughs> Aubameyang punching the fit the, fit the pitch in frustration. As Mourinho calls sack of fat. <laughs> <laughs> You joke, I I think I think Smith Rowe is the type of player that Mourinho would genuinely call fat. Oh yeah, he called him fat. He'd say that Tierney was like the worst left back he'd ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Who he'd win? He'd love Shaka, obviously. He'd love. Yeah, well, he, he just tried. He just tried to. He just tried to sign Shaka for Roma before he'd, deciding. He'd love Shaka. He'd love El Nenny as well. El Nenny and um, Rob Holding would be a little, little sort of. They'd be his boys, holding with the armband so early on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that just about wraps up this discussion, this preview, this sort of, would you say rambling? A lot of it has been rambling, to be fair. A lot of it from me. Um, but it's just good to be back. It's good to be back in the proverbial studio talking bollocks about Premier League. You know? It is. It is. Part of me is buzzing for it to be back. Some. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know if Arsenal were looking good I really wouldn't be very happy Arsenal I don't, I'm getting more joy out of Arsenal looking so shit to be honest than I am from, Spurs are looking fine they're just they're going going along chugging along absolutely fine it's Arsenal I'm, I'm really looking at the real team signing these absolute bombs but until then until the first week we'll, I think we'll do a uh, we'll try and get a a first match week uh, sort of roundup going. See where everyone's at. Um, but until then, guys, see you then. Temi in the bottom. See you later. Ed in the top left. See you later. See ya. And of course, if you enjoyed this episode, this brand new episode of season two, feel free to just, yeah, like it, 
follow it, share it, and more importantly, have a nice day. We'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Lovely.